Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. Do you need heavy equipment or farm equipment? Look no further than Southern Equipment and Parts in Laurel. We have a wide selection of new and used equipment from many top brands. We also offer parts, service, and rentals. Whether you're a contractor, farmer, or just need help around the house, we have what you need. Southern Equipment is your one-stop shop for all farm and heavy equipment. Visit us at 5237 Highway 84 West and southernequipparts.com or call 601-651-4555. Well, free record on my count. Seven, six, five, four, three, two, roll A, fade up on A. Southernness to the top. You're tuned in to the Eagle Hour. All right, let's go. Super Talk Eagle Hour back on the road. We're in the 2023 Homes for Hope Toy Drive here at Midtown Corner Market. Huge box of toys and groceries already donated. You've still got another hour to bring uh, a donation in, and uh, I can guarantee you that the kids of Homes of Hope will really appreciate that. Terry Conway is the CEO of Fox TV in this area. He's going to be joining us a little later. They were really instrumental in helping us with the toy drive and going to talk some uh, college uh, broadcast sports with him. But right now we're happy to say here at Corner Market in Midtown we've got the head football coach with us, Will Hall, Thanks for coming by, Coach. Merry Christmas. Oh, man, Merry Christmas to you guys, and, and glad I was able to jump on with you all today. You know, recruiting's been full speed. We got an, uh, our last official visit weekend this weekend, so I was able to get in here just a little bit early. And uh, love Corner Market, love Forrest Roberts, and uh, happy to be on with you guys today. They do a lot of really good stuff for this community, there's no question. All right, two new coordinators. You said you may be hiring another coach here in the very near future, yeah. and you told me that you have not been resting since the end of football season. <laughs> no, no rest for me. But like I told uh, Lee Roberts after our last game, I don't deserve any rest, Bob. You know, we've got uh, we got a lot of work to do, uh, but at the same time, we feel like that work is on a great foundation. Uh, you know, I love the two coordinators we just hired. I think that's going to be a huge uh, lift for our program. We can go into that in a minute. And like you said, I told you guys I want to hire a D-line coach next. We've kind of zeroed in on that. I feel good about the direction we're going in that. And then that last spot, uh, don't know how fast I'll move on it with the volatility of, uh, of the coaching carousel right now. And it's going to get even more volatile after signing day. And because uh, that's when a lot of coaching movement happens, so I want to make sure where our pro- program's protected and uh, we're safe with that spot. So I'll take a little more time with that than what I've done. But we've been rolling, man. You know, we, we've hired two coordinators that are that are, you know, their resumes speak for themselves. And then we're on schedule right now to probably enroll between 25 and 30 kids at mid-year, really add to our roster and our football program. Probably the, which you know is probably the the most stable and most players coming back of any roster. In the Sun Belt West, particular in particular, so uh, it's been a it's been a hectic, fun, uh, full speed last mm-hmm. 25 days. You know, talk as you could have the number one recruiting class in the Sun Belt. Yeah, and that would be great, just from a public relations standpoint. It gives you know you guys something to sell and all. I, I don't know how much that stuff matters as much as it used to, uh, with the way things move around nowadays. Uh, 
We do feel still like that we're a developmental program. We feel like we do a great job developing our young kids that have come in our program and, and been with us. Uh, we've done a great job developing and growing them. And uh, we got a great group of high school kids coming in again in this class, along with transfer guys and portal guys. So uh, we've recruited well since we got here. You guys know that and uh, changed our roster. And stacking this third year, third class on them is going to be huge to finish it out strong. Five guys uh, getting some notoriety in this signing class. The uh, private schools yesterday, White, uh, I can't ever say Reed's last name. <laughs> Jezolowski. Jezolowski, thank you. Uh, he gets offensive player, Chris Jones, defensive player. Plus you got two more playing the Rock in the Miss Al game and, and Elijah Baker and Kayla Moore. Yep, and Luke, I can't talk about any players sure. specifically. Absolutely. Yet, you know, but, but just to say, uh, it's been a great high school class. Which you know, Luke, when we got back here, one of the first things we said was we're going to repair relationships. We're going to get back to doing things like it was when you played here. And uh, that's taken some time, but it hasn't taken time in recruiting. We were able to use our previous relationships to hit the ground running. And uh, we got a lot of great young players on this team. Y'all know that. And uh, we're going to have, you know, over 50 kids that's been with us three years or longer next year. And we're this third class right here to stack on top of them is huge. We got a lot of good players returning, and then when you add 25 to 30 players at mid-year two, and we think we got a chance to uh, really take a step forward, which obviously we need to do. Slightly off topic, but it, it does help that a Southern Miss alum is the starting quarterback for the Minnesota Vikings. Yeah, pretty cool for for Nick. And I mean, you know, that stuff comes up in recruiting when we talk about the number of guys we put in the league. How many guys playing in the league right now? Oh, there's no question. You know, we're excited for Nick. Nick's a great guy, man. I remember when Nick was coming out of Spain Park and and shoot up. Uh, I thought the world of him. He wasn't the most heavily recruited guy. Matter of fact, I think he was committed to Jacksonville State for a long time, and Southern Miss came in late and got him. And and a lot of great Southern Miss players have followed that track record. A little bit overlooked for whatever reason, but but had the ability and had the talent and had the gumption, and uh, worked and, and became great players. We, uh, Coach Lindsey and I were selling that to a, a wide receiver the other day. All the, the receivers from Tim Jones to Jason Brownlee to Quez Watkins right now in the league that have come here and worked and were developed and. Uh, and went to the league. We are a developmental place. That's what Southern Miss has always been, is uh, come here, develop, and grow, and uh, play big-time football and have a chance to continue playing. Well, I hate it for Nick tomorrow, though, because Hendrickson and the Bengals' defensive line is going to wear him oh, out here tomorrow. we go, here we go. <laughs> you know, I want Nick to have a good game, but I want the Bengals to win. You remember, look, he had given up on them a month yeah. ago. Yeah, yeah. The Bengals are going to gut the Vikings like okay. a fish tomorrow. Bob. Okay, anyway, okay. Coach, when we were talking, you were in the hiring process of OCNDC. Yeah. I threw out some different names, doing my journalistic job, throwing the hook out there, seeing if you'd bite. One of the names I said at that time was Chip, Chip Long. Yep. And you're, I think, and I'm paraphrasing here, but I think you said if Southern Miss would be able to get somebody like that, it would be a great find for Southern Miss. It would yep. be a good get. Yep. Tell it, now it's there. Yeah, you know, Chip, I mean, just his track record, you know, uh, you know, Bulls Award finalist uh, goes into Notre Dame when Notre Dame was 4-8, and eight, and uh, Brian Kelly was in a lot of trouble, and he goes in. Him and Mike Elko were hired the same year as OC and D.C. They flip it in one year, I think, and win ten games. And then the next year they go to the college football playoff. Uh, Chip also – uh, did the same type thing when he came in with Coach Norvell at Memphis as the first offensive coordinator at Memphis when they got that rolling. 
And, uh, you know, at Georgia Tech, he came in on the back end of a head coach's tenure, and they flipped the offense last year and, and did much better last year. It wasn't enough to save their job. And now he's back with Jeff Brom, who's he's deep-rooted with with offense, and he's his right-hand man. And they've won ten games in year one at Louisville. You know, they came in year one and won ten games, won their side of the ACC, and is playing USC in the Holiday Bowl. So Chip's got an unbelievable resume and track record of football, high-level football, and then he's also gone in and, and flipped it quickly, you know. And uh, there's some carryover to what Chip does, to, to some things we've done in the past. There's some, uh, you know, uh, he, he and some of our other staff members have known each other and, and have talked a lot of football in the past. So I think the ability to get hit the ground running with Chip is also uh, a very high probability as well. One of the questions that I get from people talking about John John White, if he – does indeed commit on the 20th. Well, I get, yeah, you can't talk, I can't talk yeah, about yeah, any yeah. Okay, kid. never yep. mind. I withdraw yep. the question. Yep. Yep. <laughs> I, I, would, I would say this. It's unique in the fact that you have your entire offensive coaching staff in place uh-huh. and you're bringing a coordinator in. Yep. Those guys' response to Chip being hired. Yeah, you know, so, uh, you know, I did that at Louisiana Lafayette as an offensive coordinator. I also did it at Tulane uh, when I took the Tulane OC job. Chip did it at Notre Dame when he went to Notre Dame. Uh, he also did it at Georgia Tech last year and uh, two years ago. So I've done it before in my past, and he's done it before. And uh, so it's not as foreign to us as what it is to some people. And, uh, again, the type of schematics and schemes that we've all run in our past, uh, there's some familiarity there. Now, look, this is going to be Chip's show. I make no bones about it. He's going to come in and have free reign to do what he does. Uh, he's going to coach tight ends. Jordy Joseph will still coach quarterback. Sam Gray will coach O-line. Desmond Lindsay will coach receivers. Uh, Chip is a phenomenal tight end coach. I think he's got five tight ends starting and playing in the NFL right now. Wow. And uh, so uh, it's a great fit, and, uh, and what, he's going to be really good. What's the, uh, what's the insight on him and Ancar? Were there, like, old hazing stories or anything <laughs> at UNA? You know, I'm sure there is. Uh, I've kind of stayed out of that. You know, this was strictly a business decision for me. All the way, uh, and, and all of them are, but but th- this was about how are we going to become a proficient, high-scoring offense here at Southern Miss, which is what we should be, and uh, we need somebody with an experienced track record that can, you know, lead these young men and, and put the ball in the end zone. But he's, he's a dude you trust. He's a dude that you obviously yes, trust. Yeah. Yes, you know, we've never worked together, but we have known each other, which in the coach profession, everybody knows everybody. Right. You know, I mean, you know, uh, I mean, Kirby Smart's offensive coordinator, defensive coordinator, I think they lived together in college, Mike Bobo and uh, Will Muschamp. But, you know, I do know Chip, but at the same time we've never worked together, but I've always followed him and we've talked a lot of football through the years. But at the end of the day it was about his resume and his track right, record. Sure. I mean, he's a uh, high level. High level right, Coach, we want to thank you for coming very much. Yeah. I know you're always looking for speed and quickness. If you'll stick around till the show's over and when the work <laughs> starts, breaking everything down and taking it – Watch how quick Santa is. He will be in his car and gone before you can blink an eye. Have you seen that before? I've seen it, yeah. And I've got eligibility left. I mean, we trim him down a little bit. He could be a a goal line age back. I'm I'm not going to help the grade point at all. Maybe. Coach, Merry Christmas. Thank you. Merry Christmas to you guys. always appreciate what you do. And uh, I'm going to get back to work, man. Coach Will Hall, everybody, on the Super Talk Eagle Hour. Glad to have it. We'll be back. More from Corner Market Midtown right after this.
Southern Miss to the top. All right, welcome back. Super Talk Eagle Hour on the road at Corner Market Midtown 2023. Homes for Hope Toy Drive. Big box of toys over there. Lots of food beginning to come in. We're grateful to everybody that's donated and tell you that you still have about another 45 minutes. If you can uh, swing by and drop something off, we know the kids out at Homes of Hope would really enjoy that. I want to thank uh, head football coach Will Hall for joining us. And uh, now we want to welcome Patrick Hawk from uh, Parish Tractor Company. One of the sponsors of the Homes of Hope Toy Drive, and first of all, on behalf of the kids at Homes of Hope, thank you for what you've done. Uh, you, Corner Market, Mississippi Made, and more other great businesses made it possible for us to raise this uh, collection of food and toys, and we're grateful to you for that. Yeah, thanks, thanks. We, uh, we've we always had a good partnership with Homes of Hope. Uh, we've always enjoyed getting out there and doing their skeet shoot every year. Um, that's a huge fundraiser for them. So we look forward to it every year. But I appreciate them being a, a great spokesperson for us, too. Well, I tell you, we, we met one of the kids from there today. And, and when you meet these kids face-to-face, have a chance to talk to them, you realize how important it is to help that great organization. And I know your company is certainly doing its share in that regard. Yep, yeah, they do. They have, a, they have a great mission. They have a they have a. a, a good outlook for those um, for those misplaced kids. It really helps out. I know Parish Tractor is a big supporter of Southern Miss. Of course, we cover Southern Miss on this show. Uh, a really big supporter uh, in, in a lot of ways. What What is it about supporting Southern Miss that your company finds so important? We have uh, quite a few alumni that, that work for us, um, but we also just, you know, we want to we keep it as, as local as we can. And, uh, I mean, they're they're our, our go-to for everything we need. I mean, we have an internship program with some of the College of Accounting kids. Um, we usually keep two uh, interns there on the scholastic side, you know. Um, but um, we, I've, I've always enjoyed Southern. Growing up as a kid, I remember that was where we would play our high school jamborees way back in the day. So it was but, fun but, to get to get out there on the rock. And you guys did an NIL deal last year with uh, one of the women basketball players, Rose Warren, didn't you? We did, yeah. Her um, <clears throat> her family knew our Exmark rep, who's from Puckett. And that that's kind of where that connection got in with. So. The pride of Puckett, Rose that's Warren. It. That's it. <laughs> now, if Bob Getty's always wanting, you know, things uh, for Christmas and uh, – of course, at Paris Tractor, you guys sell new, but sometimes Bob likes pre-owned stuff as well. If I needed to get a 2019 Caterpillar uh, backhoe, you know somewhere I could find it? Oh, or, yeah. Or a yeah, golf we, cart that he could drive around the neighborhood in? That's we, what I think. We still got a great deal on some golf carts. We we have had those um, this year, and they have filled a great niche whenever Hattiesburg turned open the, the golf carts for driving through the city. We, we jumped on those and found us a whole fleet. But, hey, yeah, we have plenty of used stuff. We have anything to find any budget that you need. Now, Sanders, ritzy. He's bougie. So he, he doesn't even look at pre-owned stuff. He wants it new. He, he doesn't did, know what a tractor is. So. Um, mowers, yeah. utility vehicles, he all kinds of kind stuff. Of, he he's got he, he's in these implements as well. Yeah. What, what no, Limos? That, that kind of, I was going to say, that kind of stuff, you usually farm that work out. You, you, guys, you, don't, you, you don't do it yourself. But, yeah, I mean, you got to supply. Ernesto. Ernesto is, is <laughs> yeah. the guy that keeps oh, up his property. There so. you go. Ernesto can use some new implements on all the equipment. No, Ernesto is just lucky that he's even no, in this. And he's, he's not here. here. He's not yeah. here legally. <laughs> so, he's just lucky to have a job. You, know? you guys have all kinds of stuff at Paris Tractor. Everything. I mean, we have it for 
the guy who has two acres to the guy who has 200 acres. I mean, we, we have everything there. And, and it's so funny. We always talk about it. I mean, uh, it's Parrish Tractor, but we sell a lot of construction equipment. We almost should be called Parrish Excavator. My dad got a Kubota recently, uh, probably in the last two years. And, you know, you just thought, kid in the candy store. I mean, he was, you know, Kubota is a, a brand that uh, has been trusted for quite a long time. You actually have it on your on your hat right now. Yeah, we kind of re, we kind of remarketed that this year. We started saying Parish Kubota because of what I was just saying. I mean, we it's not just tractors. We don't want to identify just as tractors. We sell. We're one of the heavy hitters for most all construction equipment. I mean, it's it's going good. And uh, and although they're big supporters of Southern Miss, Bob and Luke. Not to not to rub anything in, but they're also big fans of Pearl River Community College. Just wanted to throw that in there too. The Wildcats. That's fine. I, yeah, there. yeah. I, I actually went there. That was that was where I, I got my start. So America's great. I mean, you have choices. Yeah, people make good choices, bad choices, well, see, neutral I'm, choices. I'm trying to have fun with you guys. I, mean, I, I didn't clarify what type of choice it was. I made, to hear him do that. I, I made the right choice all the way around then because I think I went there and then I went Jones and then I went to State. Yeah. I, did some, I did some online classes at Southern. So, I mean, it was like everywhere. I mean, just everywhere. Well. Let me stop you for one second. It was that third one that we have a little trouble. Yeah, with come on now, <laughs> come on. But when you guys have the opportunity to have developed the name that you have, you probably, with a lot of different distributors, have a choice as to who oh, you want to partner with. Hundred percent. So Kubota, and so there's you've got there's got to be certain standards that are met by those distributors before you take them on. Yeah, we we always sit down as a collective team, and we don't we don't just willy nilly jump on something because somebody called and wanted. Hey, order this for me. Nah, we are we going to be able to keep parts for it? Are we going to be able to work on it? Is it something that, that we are going to have to work on frequently, or is it not going to be something we have to work on frequently? Like Those are all the things we look at. I mean, we, we do. It's it's very important to us to make sure we sell a product that's dependable, reliable, and, and worth its money. And how does that – does that do you guys sign, like, yearly contracts with these distributors, or are they indefinite, or how, how does that work? No, um, you know, you, you sign some – you sign some pretty good paperwork to have your your meat and potatoes and stuff. But but normally what you get in nowadays is it's it's kind of like probably like the grocery business here. You have a distributor that carries everything else you need, you know, and that one person carries multiple manufacturing lines, and you're just ordering those through them. I gotcha. What all do you carry? What all does Parish carry? What, what all? Our primary Pieces line is uh, uh, Kubota, and then after that, they have an implement company called Land Pride. It was Great Plains Manufacturing that Kubota bought out four or five years ago now. Um, we're an Xmark dealer. We sell Castle-branded uh, forklifts. That's a really great, great forklift, propane, diesel, on-road, off-road. Um, we also uh, uh, carry um, Toro construction equipment and uh, some of their construction landscape-style equipment, small stand-on skid steers. Cool. A lot, of, a lot of good stuff that every landscaper really needs. Um, Toro's really kind of the parent company of a lot of smaller companies like Ditch Witch and stuff like that, mm-hmm. and even Xmark. I mean, that's the parent company for Xmark. And your locations are where? We have a store here in Hattiesburg on Highway 49 North. We have a uh, original location that where it all started in Popperville. Um, we purchased uh, we purchased a uh, the Meridian location. Um, it's in uh, the Jimmy Rogers Parkway. Moving there, they'll open the doors. Up put that brand new location in January or so. Um, so we're looking forward to that. And then our most recent acquisition was in uh, Robertsdale, Alabama. So 
Yeah, down there, down there on the way to the beach, it's, man. It's, it's right on the way to the beach. You can't miss it. So the big, company's really grown. Big, big for your company. Service department. People can not only you know buy from you; they can come back and get their their equipment serviced with you. Every bit of it. I mean, every every year this time of year, right now, we're getting ready to send probably company wide 30, 35 technicians to to service training schools. So they're going to go and spend a week and learn something new every year. So you know, we invest in them and turns around that that invests into our customers and it, it helps it, it makes a makes a difference well i want to go back to homes of hope that's the reason that we're here today and, and you guys as i say we're sponsors of this event uh your company's involved in a lot of things in the community so i guess paris tractor takes it very seriously that whatever town you're located in you want to be part of the community and you want to support the the important entities in the community like Homes of Hope. We do. We do. We always, uh, when we get a new location, that's the first thing we start digging out and finding out about it is, hey, where, what's what happens here? What what stirs the pot? What's what's the, the secret sauce in this town? And mm-hmm. We always try to get involved right there. And, and totally aside from what we're talking about, you guys, I have seen a lot of guys through here today walking out with flowers. Now, there's either a lot of guys in trouble today or a lot of guys trying to keep themselves from getting in trouble or maybe it's just love huh love kelly l-o-v-e love never heard of it <laughs> have you met the grinch of christmas here he is sitting right here in front of you did you think he would look like this Apparently. no he, he really told his children not to to buy anything for him because he was not going to buy anything for them turnabout's fair play all right no, it's because I... And, and he said that on air. That's it, not like me throwing him under the bus it, for like an all-fair comment. I mean, and, and then and then, and then, then what he did was he doubled down on it, like to to justify it and explain it to Bob and I. Yeah, it's, he was proud of it. It's because I already have everything that I could possibly need, inclu- including two friends and colleagues that I get the joy and pleasure of working with every single day. And also Bob and Luke. That's his flowers. Pull your, pull your pants up, everybody. Because <laughs> it's getting deep. I think the sewage is beginning to run underneath the desk. <laughs> hey, my friend, we appreciate you being here. We thank you for uh, being a part of this event. Uh, really are grateful to you for that. And I know, because they were out here for most of the day, that the, phone, the folks out at Homes of Hope are extraordinarily grateful for the businesses that step up and help them and make things like this possible and we appreciate you for that yeah well, we appreciate y'all guys doing this for them too and ernesto's going to be in touch hey that'll work we're getting lined out okay real okay. quickly if you were going to size this man on a tractor would it be like one of the bigger ones uh we probably have to put him at least in a 60 or 70 horsepower on on cue <laughs> on cue michael mergens taking us to commercial with a winner thank you my friend merry christmas we'll be right back terry conway from fox tv is about to join us stay with us you're a bad banana with a greasy black peel you're a monster mr grinch your heart's an empty hole Your brain is full of spiders You've got garlic in your soul, Mr. Grinch I wouldn't touch you with a 39 and a half foot pole You're a vile one, Mr. Grinch You have termites in you're tuned in to the Eagle Hour. The Eagle Hour. Southern Miss to the top. 
All right, we're back at Quarter Market Midtown. We're wrapping up the 2023 Homes of Hope Toy Drive. Terry Conway is here with us. He is the CEO of Fox TV here in uh, in Hattiesburg and a number of other stations, right? How many? I've got a Rochester station, too. So, Different yeah. Owners. So, multiple markets. And uh, a couple of things I want to point out about Fox TV here in Hattiesburg. They were very, very instrumental in helping promote this toy drive, and we're grateful to you for that. Uh, the Homes of Hope people seem to be delighted at the toys and the food and the financial donations that have been made today. And There have been a couple of pretty substantial financial donations made. All of this is a result of, uh, and part of the publicity, and I think you really enhanced it this year by participating with us, and, and we're grateful to you for that and your company. And, and we tried to get him on the program. We're trying today. to get him on the program. We've got the headset sitting right in front of him. I want. You I feel wonder, free to pick it up at any minute. I wonder. I wonder if he owes like a lot of back taxes, or is just kind of laying low. I don't know. But maybe that's it. You know. Secondly, I want to point out that if you watch, and I know you do, NFL, college football this fall, you've seen a lot of Eagle Hour commercials. This man's company produced the commercials. And put them on the air, so we're very grateful to you for that. Yeah, but I but I heard behind the scenes from the cameraman that it, that the cameraman was told to quote make sure the fat guy's face isn't seen. So that would be me, of course. So no, we just said nothing from the waist from the shoulders down. That, that's <laughs> okay. what no, there was okay. one. There was actually right. that one we shot it at Pete Taylor Park. He had to leave and go back to the station and get a wider lens. He did. I do remember that. Yeah, it was the widest lens they had at Fox TV. I have a weight problem. <laughs> you can't wait to eat. <laughs> That's he, it. He, he asks for it all the time. So. He asks for it, Terry. Uh, he, he, he enjoys all this. Uh, Fox TV, big part of the community, and uh, NFL football. What, what all do you guys carry? You carry Major League Baseball. World Series. World Series. NASCAR. NASCAR. So maybe if I just set the mic like that. Like yeah, set it close, a little NFL far. football. But NFL you, NFL football is the most lucrative by far. Correct. That's that's funny. <laughs> <laughs> how how has how has it changed, Terry, in your career? In my career, sports broadcasting. And it, if you go back and look at 19, 19 I think it was nineteen ninety four when Fox took over NFL. Right. It, it made Fox what they are today. With it, without that, but but as I remember, Terry, back at that time, that was a huge roll of the dice. That was a for big Fox. deal. Yeah, especially for the price they paid. Right. Exactly. Right. Right now, if I if, don't quote me, we're all paying about the same amount for the next ten years. All us, NBC, everybody else is paying about ten billion dollars. With a B. With a B for the next ten years. A piece. A piece. Yeah, no, that's so. A piece. A piece. That's, that's the juggernaut that they are. They're just huge. Well, I think Fox has become synonymous as the NFL channel. I mean, I, I really do. But but I wonder, I wonder, Terry, and this is purely speculative. But the NFL has already announced that they're going to their international games are going to expand in schedule. They're going to go to Brazil. They're going to go to Colombia, some other South American countries. How do you think that that'll play with with an American audience, which clearly this is the bread and butter of America's sports 
the, the, the you know, it's it's no different. You have your dedicated fans. They're going to watch no matter what where it's at, whether it's on us or someone else. They're going to watch the game because they love football. It doesn't make it. They can play in Timbuktu. Not going to make any difference. Hmm, when, you look, when you look at ratings, which we don't subscribe to, but if you look at ratings, there, you know, like Super this this year Super Bowl 2023 was on Fox. It's the highest rated Super Bowl of all time. And there's only the the closest thing to it, and I'll throw that out as a quiz. A regular show, final episode. What would that be? Cheers. That did Seinfeld? No. Mash. Yes. Matt, yeah. Mash. Mash. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Wasn't yeah. alive, really? sorry. I, I remember, right? Yeah, I was back. I was in college. You've we, never heard of Mash? Yeah, I've heard of Mash. I just wasn't alive when that episode probably, aired. That was probably 1982, 81? 83. 83. I, I remember all of us at Dodd's house at Iowa State University, our entire den, every single guy on our dorm floor was in the den watching the final episode of Mash. Because there's really nothing to do at Iowa State. Is that what you're saying? Well, no. We took a break from our studious <laughs> endeavors, you know, because we were so highly, you know, intellectual. We had to get a, have a little uh, break. All right. So, Terry, you said NFL football, and that came out instantly as the most lucrative. Rank the sports. Baseball, basketball, college athletics. Yeah, I, I just read an article the other day, and if you look at all the sports that are out there, all the major sports, we have five of the top six which is NFL, college football, um, MLB, NASCAR. College basketball, probably. College basketball. Yeah. Yeah, though I think the number two, it's NFL, and I think it's NBA. We, we don't have any NBA. And, there, and this is just an observation comment. There's a lot of people, you know, frustrated with some of the talent at ESPN and the Fox uh, equivalent to, you know, the, the pregame show, the, the college show really took off this year. Um, A guy that I was in Detroit Lions training camp with, Joel Klatt now, who is the the major sports analyst, you know, college football analyst for for Fox, he and Gus Johnson are are really, really good. Gus is probably the most excitable play-by-play guy out there. But, I mean, Fox has put a a, a whole lot into college football because when people think college football, I mean, ESPN naturally comes to their mind. But I heard just groundswell college football fans more and more started watching Fox this year because of the you know the continual commitment, not just to the Big Ten, because what they did was they put all of their the biggest game of the week Big Ten wise was at 11 a.m. Correct, and uh, and there's just a lot of people were watching that. You had Ohio State, Penn State, and uh, Fox just really started putting a whole lot of eggs in the basket of college football and paid off. Off the top of my head, I, I think this year because again we have double header, triple header, quadruple headers for um, college football and. I think we had basketball too. games. Wow. I think it was something like that. And, and then with the Major League uh, playoffs, I mean, those it's amazing how many people are tuned out during the regular season, and then when October and November come, man, everybody's eyes is glued for seven yeah, I do games. That. I yep. do that. But you know what stood out in what Terry was talking about as far as the popularity of these different sports is NASCAR, because I think there is a misconception nationwide that NASCARs for a bunch of stupid redneck hicks in the South, but you can't get those type of numbers if it's not popular across the country. When I was in Indianapolis for those years, when you when you look at all the trailers like out, you have out there that come for the like the Brickyard 400, they were the best merchant, in my opinion, one of the best merchandisers ever. 
you know, they had um, Jeff Gordon, you know, he had his own selling merchandise. Right. Now, in my opinion, they've come down quite a bit over the years. Um, they still do well. But I don't think it's as well as it used to do. But but still right up there. Oh, yeah. it's right up. Oh, with people viewing, absolutely. Yeah. Why do you, Why do you think that is? Why do you think they've come down? I, I think a bit? they lost. I think NASCAR lost their focus for a little while, but I think they're trying to pick it back up and you know make sure it's enjoyable for the fan. And and they sort of left their their core audience a little bit too. Well, I, I was just going to say that Bob for and I hate to use this term, but a lot of your hardcore NASCAR fans thought that. For three or four years, like Terry was talking about, they got a little too woke. You know, they were trying to get in with all the woke crowd, and that just—that's just not gonna. I don't. I just don't think it's a winning combination. And you look at what they can get for, a, and I, I can't remember off the top of my head. I, when I was in Indianapolis, you know, when you look at something this size on their car, right? That could be fifty grand for the year. Oh, we had. So we actually, Kelly and I got to interview Ricky Stenhouse Jr. Uh, he has a connection to to Laurel, and Kelly, you know, reached out and he came on and he was talking about that. that he he took uh, a company in Laurel that he was friends with, and as a joke, almost he put it on just right above. Well, he won Daytona that day, and that was like a fifteen thousand dollars slot that got free advertising just yep. like that. So yeah. it was crazy. Well, Terry Conway is the chief operating officer for Fox Twenty Three WHPM here in Hattiesburg, and I'm happy to say we've developed a great partnership. We do a lot of exchanging of, of promotion and advertising. You you are a great guy to work with. You've bought me so many lunches, man. I have to thank you for that as well. Yeah. What? Yes, he did. Yes. Next time you can come. Don't 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 Kelly's laughing because there's a young man walking through here with flowers. Just said. Terry, we we want to keep our relationship on the same plane it is now. So never invite this man to lunch. You will never look at us again the same way. I'm reeling that back in. I understand. And a great. Great thank you for helping with this toy drive, and uh, you guys were very instrumental, and we, we think there will be a lot of smiling little faces out there at Christmas. And, and this is such a worthy cause. There's no you question know, about, it. about it. There was no, it wasn't up for discussion. We appreciate you very much, Sherry Conway. All right. Thanks, guys. CEO, Chief Operating Officer, Fox 23. Happy to say, great great partner of ours. If we could have just got him on the show. We'll be back. Wrap up uh, this edition of the Eagle Hour next. Southern Miss to the top. To the top. You're tuned in to the Eagle Hour. All right, welcome back. Super Talk Eagle Hour on the road. Midtown Corner Market 2023 Homes of Hope Toy Drive. Mark Lottenhammer. Yes, sir. Did I do that right? You did. One of the managers here at the Midtown Corner Market. First of all, we'd be remiss if we didn't say thank you for having us down here every year. I I was thinking today, I think this would be maybe the ninth or tenth year that we've done this with Corner Market. And uh, 
You know, Mike Souden's not going to say it, and you you probably aren't going to say it either, but the folks from Homes of Hope told us today that this company does so much for those kids down there that they don't, this was their exact words, I don't think we could operate and exist without the generosity of Corner Market. You work for a really good company. I do. I've been here six months, and I've heard a lot about the Roberts family. I've, I've got to meet Forrest and David, and let me tell you, everything you hear about them outside of the the store is how much they do do for the, comp, uh, the community, and you you hear it in Forrest when you have a conversation with him. So it's it's easy to know that that family does care about what they do in this community. And Mark, I, I hate it that you went to ULM, which is a you know <laughs> now, Louisiana Monroe. He, yeah, and and we have to beat up on Louisiana Monroe all the time. But it's, just, the, it's the only team we can beat. Up. <laughs> we're, we're happy to be in the Sun Belt, Mark. We really yes. are. We're yes. very happy. And uh, we, we, we take joy in the fact that Louisiana Tech ran down the um, the Sun Belt, and then we're just wishing they could be Louisiana Lafayette or Louisiana Monroe now. So your alma mater, we're happy to be in a conference with them now. Yes, yeah, and, and you actually got to see us play that I did. game this year. I was on the sidelines. Were you? Yeah. For How the, about that? For the for the were you on the Eagle side? Line I, was, or the I was no, I was on. Uh, no, actually, I was on the Warhawk side because one of my buddies drives the team. So, but when he you drove them over. but when you were there, they were the Indians. That's true, right? Northeastern yes. Louisiana I, University. I still call it that. It's hard to break it. No, I understand. So you're a Louisiana man, but you came here from Texas. I did. I was in Fort Worth, Texas, a little town called Azle, right outside. I guess of Fort you're Worth. a Cowboy fan. I am, but I'm a Saints fan first. Amen. So, all right. I'm we we got him on the bandwagon, and he's Look what's jumped happened. off a few times, and then they'll win, and he jumps back on. And we're all we're all just kind of like, this is terrible, but we just wish they might lose. Yeah. We well, can go and to the game for cheap, so it's perfect time to go. So. <laughs> Full story on that. <laughs> the Life fees long, are more than the ticket. <laughs> Lifelong Redskin fan. The woke world took the Redskins away. I got on the Saints bandwagon. I think the red skin infection has followed me to the saint. I've had numerous people ask me to get off the bandwagon because it's infected the team. Well, the Cowboys will take you because come playoff time, it usually kicks in. The Cowboys kind of just <laughs> do what they do. That's exactly right. I'm a big Cowboys fan, so I know the Redskins. It's like the guy that said he wanted uh, Tony Romo to be a pallbearer at his wedding so he could let him down one more time. Yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, every, everything Getty touches turns to some, yes. you know, yeah. Now, I'm going to tell you, being a lifelong Redskin, I've always obviously followed the Cowboys very close, and I've gotten where I really enjoy watching, pulling for the Cowboys. And guys, I think the Cowboys may be in the Super Bowl this year. Do you? The, but the problem, no. the, the problem with Showing. the Cowboys is they they always kind of you talk about being let down. They'll show flashes of brilliance, but then when they get to the big game. They just can't seem to do it. What do you say, Mark? Put your money on it. When I left Louisiana to come to Jackson for a few years, the Saints won the Super Bowl. I left Dallas this year. Put your money on the Cowboys. Here we go. I left, so they'll start winning. Dallas Cowboys in the Super Bowl. There you go. Well, the Cowboys. Yeah, but but October 8th, the 49ers won 42-10. You know, that's... So I'm saying, when it comes to the big The game, last time the Cowboys won a Super Bowl, we were using a little 3.5 hard disk on personal computers. And don't forget our Iowa State boy there at San Francisco. Well, there is that little San Francisco thing, yeah. I guess, that you can't really overlook them. They're pretty good. And I hate that... This hurts my heart to say this. The Philadelphia Eagles. Oh, no, good. no. Yeah, we don't even... 
You don't you don't think the Eagles are good anymore? Uh, they're okay, but I, I wanted to ask Mark about corner markets. I've seen a lot of guys walking out of here with flowers today, Mark. Is, is there a discount on flowers, or are a lot of guys in trouble? Well, it's just great uh, floral area there, sir. So it is. It catches your eye, and you, you point know, We're really, always really trying is, to get uh, grace somewhere or another, so flowers usually kind of help. And I want people to know too about the corner market app. Because I'm a corner market shopper, you, you you download the corner market app, and each week they'll send you what their specials are. Yeah, right. Some you things. save three dollars on flowers right now over here with the app. I'm looking at it right now. Today I bought an apple pie and a pumpkin pie and saved six bucks just on just on the two pies. All right, so you're gonna eat two pies this weekend. That's just a start. Oh, okay. that's, that's just for today. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, but but that app is really handy, and you can you don't have to take them up on all the the deals if you're not in the market for them. But uh, but there's a lot of things listed there every week, and you just download it on your app. Then they scan it when they check your card out. You can't believe you just a lot of money you can yeah. save, you know, by doing that. Well, Mark, it's a beautiful store. That that goes without saying. It's just fun to come into the store and walk around, which my wife and I do fairly often. Uh, and I think a lot of people do, don't they? They it's do. Just, it's just fun. It's just a great place, yes. We thank you guys very much for helping us do this, and uh, welcome to Hattiesburg. We're glad to have you. Well, thank you. We're enjoying the town. That wraps up the Super Talk Eagle Hour and the 2023 Homes for Hope Toy Drive. Thanks to everybody that donated and participated. We'll be back Monday at 1 o'clock. Kelly? They're going to need a bigger truck than what yeah. they got to take Until then, Southern Miss. To, to the, the top. Into the future. Time keeps on slipping, slipping, slipping into the future. I want to fly like an eagle to the sea. Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.